Welcome back. We're talking uh, about million-dollar careers. As always, when we're talking million-dollar careers, got my good buddy Rob Houghton with me. And uh, it's Monday, the uh, 23rd of uh, May. And uh, Rob, has, what's happening? What's happening up in Fairfax today? Craig, uh, it, it's all good in Northern Virginia. Had a little bit of rain yesterday, but it's supposed to be blue skies and uh, very, very nice. Uh, all good in Virginia, man. Virginia's so, uh, for lovers, you know this, right? There you go. Virginia's for lovers. So we're talking. Uh, it's this is a uh, this is a subject. Uh, I'd, I wish I could say that I was smart enough to uh, to take ownership of this subject, but it's all on you. And uh, it comes down to, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. Yeah. If it's not a hell yeah, if you're not jumping up and down for it, it's a no. Yeah, most and, of my friends uh, know that saying very well because I'm not afraid to say that. If, if somebody asks ask me to do something or ask me about something, I'm saying it's it's not a it's not a hell yeah, so it's a no. I'm sorry. It's a, and it's a great mindset. It's a great mindset because you think about all the people in the world. You know, look, and, and I fall into the same trap. You want to be friendly. You want to be helpful. You want to be a good person. You want to be amenable. And so you start to commit to stuff that you really don't want to commit to. And it wears you out. It wears you down. And the whole time you do it, you're like, that's, that's why I jumped. I, I was a, I was, I was a, a member of this. Uh, I was a member of this uh, community association in Wilmington. And after a while, I just got tired of going to the meetings because it was a, it was a colossal hour wasted my time driving there, driving back. It was actually two hours. Mm. You know, it was a colossal waste of my time. Got nothing done, nothing to me. And I'm like, you know, I'm out. Sure. It's just not the, it was not a hell, it was not a hell yeah anymore. And everybody's like, well, we miss seeing you there. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's okay. It first happened to me probably about, uh, I don't know, five years ago. And I was coming up on my 30th college anniversary, St. Bonaventure University, right? Southwestern New York State. Great school. I had a lot of good friends. I think it was my 30th college anniversary and I got invitations from a lot of different people, old friends, old roommates. So th th there was about five of us who had specific plans to go to the university six months in advance. But as the date approached, I wasn't feeling it. You know, it, it was a long weekend. It, it was money time. I had other stuff going on family and it was like the Tuesday before and I'm sitting there talking to my wife, Stephanie. And I started thinking to myself, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. And the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I thought, you know, if I go there, I'm just going to be regretful. I'm going to be thinking about my family, all the things I should be doing. And I'm not going to really be into it. And then I was reading a book by Tim Ferriss. And I think I have to give credit to Tim Ferriss for actually coming up with this phrase first, because in the book, he said, if it ain't a hell yeah, it's a no. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I'm feeling now. So I called up these close friends of mine and expecting them to be like really pissed. And I just explained to them that it's not a hell yeah anymore. I mean, I'm not really into it. I, I'd probably be a burden. You know, I wouldn't be a lot of fun. It wouldn't be my old self. And they're like, hey, Rob, we totally get it, man. Yeah. If it ain't a hell yeah, it should be a no. Yeah. If it's not a hell yeah, then, then, then don't come. Man. We totally understand it. So then I was empowered. And ever since then, I really think about that. You know, I mean, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. I'm sorry. Yep. yep. No, I mean, I'm the same way. I, I don't really enjoy social outings. 
that much. I mean, it's, I just don't go to parties. I don't go to, you know, I, I laugh at parties. It's all the small talk. You know, yeah. I, I can't do small talk anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it just gets old to me. And I talk to so many people every week sure. that I just don't really want to have one more conversation about something I really don't want to have a conversation about. But, but, you know, you think about like, you know, from, let's take it to a business standpoint. Yeah. Warren Buffett says no to 90, 90% of the stuff that comes, comes to Warren Buffett. He says no to, and I'm sure that's both personal. You know, he gets a lot of invites. He gets a lot of, yeah, he's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, a lot of breakfast requests, a lot of lunch meeting requests. He's like, oh, nah, no. but yeah, more importantly, he's like, Hey, look, he's patient. It, it comes down to his deals. If it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. And you look at the deals he does, he's sitting on what 150 billion in cash or something like that. And he's, and people are like, you need to put that to work. And he says, yeah, no, I, I will wait for the right deal before I put any cash to work. Yeah. And I think that there's something to be said about when you sit on the bench and you wait for the right deal or you're, 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 you're playing baseball and you're waiting for the right pitch. There's a, there's a confidence that comes with saying no. It can be very empowering to say no as well. And if you want to take it to an even more tactical level, our recruiting businesses, right? Yep. And you're probably the same. We get calls from clients all the time. Hey, I, I need a sales guy. I need a CFO. You know, I actually take the time to interview the client. You know, like how responsive is he? Is he a good communicator? Is the search realistic? Is it timely? You know, whatever. And at the end of the conversation, I, I, I would say in, in probably at least half of the time, in my head, I'm thinking, this isn't a hell yeah. This is a maybe maybe you know but if it's not a hell yeah if i'm not enthusiastic and like fired up i i tell the client i'm sorry but i'm the wrong guy yep and there's a power and there's a power in that and then if they come back to you and they say hey we really want you to do it well exactly if we really want you to do it and here's what we're doing you're going all right here's my price here's my terms exactly take them cool if you don't take them i don't care exactly you're you're in power exactly so it's it's very empowering the same thing with candidates you know, the thing that drives me crazy about candidates is I'll get a good resume, have a great conversation. I'll ask them, hey, I need some more information. Mm-hmm. I don't hear from them. Three, four days. Yep. It, it's no longer a hell yeah. I just wasted my time. T- I can't help you. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and this is the one thing that I think, you know, time is valuable. My time is valuable. Your time is valuable. The other person's time is valuable. You know, and if somebody, you know, if it's, you know, you know, look, if you're going to disappear for four or five days in the middle of a conversation, all it takes is 10 seconds to write a quick email. Yeah, right. I'm traveling. I'm out of touch. Want to connect. It's tough. Yeah. You know, give me, you know, you know, be patient with me. Okay, cool. I get it. I'll be patient with you. But at the end of the day, my time is valuable. Your time is valuable. The time of everybody listening to this thing is very valuable. But I think that's the one thing that people really don't realize. They they discount the fact that their time is really valuable. And they take on a hundred different things thinking the busier they are, you know, the more they're running, the, 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 the hotter the hair burning is, the more valuable they are. And the answer is no, you're just a patsy. Because, you know, it's like, throw it to Mikey. You remember the old, uh, 
You remember the old cereal commercial? Oh, yeah. Give it to Mikey. He likes everything. Yeah, it's like, hey, throw it, throw it to Joe. He'll take it or throw it worse. Worse, I'll tell you who's really guilty of this is there are some really, you know, really squared away women out there who are very organized and they're very, you know, and, and it's like, hey, we'll just throw one more thing on Jane because she's really good at just getting all this stuff done. Well, you know, Jane's got a family and she's got kids and she goes home from work and she's got to deal with them too. And then you've thrown so much stuff on Jane that now she's burned out. And yeah. That, that's and, when uh, Jane has to say no. That's when Jane has to go, hey, yo, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And yeah, or I'm doing it, but this is my price. Yeah. And you know, saying no is is difficult. Uh I was talking with you before the show. Uh, I, I'm doing some recruiting in the accounting field, which is a little bit different than insurance, very similar financial mm -hmm. services. And I've done a few searches and I'm looking for a tax manager. And I was doing some networking, came across somebody who's a tax partner, very nice lady. Hey, Rob, I'm not interested, but I can help you. I want to network you into the community. So, you know, we talked about, you know, attending a conference, mm -hmm. Fairfax County. It's about a 90 minute drive. So to go to the conference would basically take up a whole day, you know, 90 mm -hmm. minutes there, go to a conference, lunch, driving back, probably four or five o'clock. It's absolutely a day. It's a whole day. So I agreed to it in the moment. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. She's like, you know, I'll introduce you to all these people. And um, it's on Thursday. This was a month ago. So here it is. The conference is this Thursday. I'm supposed to sign up for it. She sends me an email. And this is a really nice person. She sends me an email. Hey, Rob, I'm really looking forward to taking you to the conference, but you got to sign up. And uh, hey, I'll meet you, you know, at such and such at 10 o'clock Thursday morning. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, that's definitely not a hell yeah. <laughs> For a no. lot of different reasons, you know? I just can't afford a whole, you know how much work we get done in a whole day? In that's a whole day, crazy. we get a tremendous amount of work done. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell was I thinking three weeks ago when I agreed yeah. to do this? You know, that was a very difficult email to write, but I just wrote it. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. go. Uh, and it, it wasn't even maybe we could do it in the future because I'm not going to do it in the future either. It was just like, sorry, I can't do it. Thank you very much. I'm so sorry I had to cancel at the last minute. Period. Email. I'm out. I'm done. Yep. She'll probably never call me again, but you know, I'm really sorry. But at the end of the day, if it ain't a hell yeah, it's a no because I would not have been a good companion. Yep. So, so I'll give you my own. Yeah. I'll give you my Craig. Craig was the Patsy story. And this is, so this CEO calls me up. He's done it two or three times. Hey man, I, I, need, I need a buddy deal. My CFO can't stand, you know, it's private equity owned company. My CFO can't stand, you know, recruiters and yak, yak, yak. And I need a, I need a general manager for this facility up here. And look, can you hook me up? I don't want to do a retainer. And you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy's name just happens to be Rob. I'm like, yeah, Rob, I'll take a look at it for you. And then it comes down. It's, hey, Craig, another time. Hey, Craig, you know, I'll find, I, I, need a, I need the buddy deal from you. I need the buddy deal. And it's, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I look at it and it's a distraction. I'm not right. putting a lot of time in it, but it's the buddy deal and his sob story. Then I find out it's like, hey, wait a minute. 
Then he calls me up and he goes, well, we did, yeah, I'm on the board of these three or four companies and we went to one of your competitors and well, something didn't work out and, and, and I need the buddy deal. Can you? I'm like, wait a minute, you did what? <laughs> you, went, you went to one of my competitors first and then you're calling me up because it didn't work and now you need the buddy deal. Yeah. Hell no. Not just no, but hell no. Right, exactly. That's a hell. And now, and now it's, I don't even take the call. I see the number up. I see the number on the phone. It goes to delete. You know, you just go to, you know, you, know, right. you, you press the little red button on your iPhone. It goes to voicemail and he doesn't get called back. Yeah. It's not a hell yeah. His, the relationship with him is not just a hell yeah. It's not just not a hell yeah. It's an absolute no now. But, you know, that empowered me. It's like, hey, you're out of here. Yeah. You'll find somebody else to do your, your yeah. lackey work. No, it's true. I mean, I mean, I'm really good about it now. Now, yeah. I've expanded that concept actually to not only work like professional stuff, but personal stuff. Like, even my wife Stephanie has adopted the principle. Like, we get invitations to spend time with neighbors, or go out to eat, or go play golf, or go to shooting range, or something. We get a lot of requests to do stuff, and we're not afraid to turn stuff down anymore. You know, no, no, it's uh, you know, we've got something else planned. I told the guy that wanted me to go shooting. I'm not into shooting as much as I used to. I just don't have the time to go out to the range. It's expensive. It's loud. It's dirty. I'm just not into it. I just told him that straight up. And you know what? I think people respect you more when you, when yeah. they know that you're telling them the truth. It's not like yeah. I got, I got a doctor's appointment. Or I got this, this, it's like, I just not interested in that anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> once, but once again, yeah, everybody <laughs> talks about this is kind of what it comes down to. Everybody talks about the power being taken out of their life. Right. right. You know, but the power isn't taken out of their life. You know, it's the, you know, the, I got to go back to the office or I got to go do all this stuff or I got, they talk about the, the boss employee relationship or, you know, but the power is not being taken out of their life. They, when, when they commit to too many different things. Yeah. 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 They are succeeding. They're giving power up. And that's the whole deal is it's like, hey, look, you know, it's if it's you quit giving power up when you wait for your pitch or you wait for your deal or you wait for the right job and you quit looking at everything. You put parameters in your life that say, if I see a job that looks like this, I will look at it, yeah. but I will have that conversation up front. If it doesn't look like that, I will say, no, thank you. Let me refer you to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. That's putting power back in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the most difficult thing for a lot of people is how to say no. Mm -hmm. I think you have to give the real reason. So I've learned a long time ago, if someone tells me no, mm -hmm. which of course happens, if they give me two or three reasons why they can't do something, it's probably bullshit. You know? Yeah. So just just tell the person why why it's a no straight up honestly mm -hmm. it's going to be one reason not two three four reasons and you're and you're good if you if you if you can just want to be comfortable with that you should, yeah should not have any problem saying no and so so this comes to what you just said with with this and here's what I talked to when I talk to people about a search I hate using the word candidate but when I'm talking to somebody about a search. Hey, I am working a chief commercial officer search. I've got one working right now. 
would you be willing to have a conversation about this role with the, with the company? And I say, hey, look, it's just a conversation. Right. Yeah. There's no commitment. There's <clears throat> nothing. If you like the conversation, you can have another one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if if you like that conversation, have another one. And you have conversations until it's a hell yeah. But after the first conversation, if you if if it doesn't click, if it doesn't connect, you just say thank you. It's not for me. Right. Exactly. And and the conversation's done. I'm not gonna sit there and cajole you i'm not pushing you i'm not whatever it, it takes all the pressure off of yeah. the job search yeah. you know if you're thinking about changing a career you agree to have a conversation and at the end of the conversation if it's not a hell yeah you call me up and say yeah, i'm not i'm not in all right let's go look yeah. at the next one i agree with you too you know i don't like to use the word interview because it's not really an interview as you said it's a conversation that right. could possibly lead to an opportunity and you can jump off, off the ship anytime you want to. Yep. It's a business conversation. It's all, you know, you know, tell me what you need. Tell me what you're looking for. Here's my skill sets. Here's what I can do. If it's a fit, cool. Have another conversation. If it's not a fit, it's not. You know, you, you, too many companies want to do the interview thing, you know, which becomes an interrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, why don't you just get the, the bright lights out? Kind of the yeah you know, dark yeah you know, the put you in the dark room and we'll put you in the, the metal chair and, you know, with the light bulb hanging with down. the light bulb hanging down been there yeah. done that yeah. yeah I I I got a funny story about that this is awesome <laughs> so I sent a guy into I sent a guy and and I don't say I sent a guy uh, a guy was invited to interview with this company in Connecticut. And it was so ridiculous. I was laughing when he was telling me the story. This goes back 10 years ago. I was laughing when he told me the story. They put him in a room in a chair in the middle of the circle. And around the circle were five or six or seven company employees, each with a three by five card with a question written on it. And he said he went through three of those and he got up and walked out and he said, hey, guys, this isn't for me. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a hell yeah. It was yeah, a no. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, hey, I'm not working here. This is a hell. This is not a hell yeah. This is a no. Yep. 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 But he put the power by getting up and walking out. He put the power in his corner. You know, they go to the company. Go, how stupid are you? Why? Why would you do that? Well, we need to. No, it's not what you need to. It was supposed to be a business conversation. Yeah. yeah. I was in New York with my wife and uh, she was, I can't remember what the name of the store was. It had some foreign name, but they had sold these really nice Italian shoes and she's trying the shoes on. And I said, uh, Hey honey, um, is that a hell yeah? And she looked at me and she goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a hell yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> Pull out your credit card. Right. Pull out your card. <laughs> it, it doesn't always work <laughs> because the wife knows all my tricks. You know? Yeah. But but that's I think that's kind of what it comes down to. And it's it's like I read a lot. of Yeah. You're on LinkedIn. You read a lot about these people and, you know, their lives are, you know, their lives are complex. They're complicated. You know, yeah. families and kids and those are stressors in themselves. And then you start to put the career on top of it or the job or whatever and then the boss and 
you know, it, it, it it's, it's enough. And conversation I had yesterday, you know, I was thinking, I must've been thinking about this conversation because you and I have been talking about this topic for a couple of days. <laughs> so uh, uh, a CFO yesterday was telling me about one of the rainmakers in the company walked into his department and reamed out one of his people, made her cry. And I was like, he's got it. And I, he said, he's got a notorious temper. The, the the rainmaker has a notorious temper. Yeah. And I said, so how'd you feel about that? He goes, well, I didn't like it. I go, so why don't you, why don't you stop it? He goes, well, because the company backs him and goes, I'm a rainmaker. And I said, well, why don't you do this? Talk to your finance people. If the guy comes in and starts reading the riot act, they walk out. No, I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. And then you back them up and you want to change some behaviors. It's by saying no. And that's the whole thing is too many people out there, in my opinion, are willing to take on too much bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And then it spreads them thin and it frustrates them. Right. And it overwhelms them. Right. And they don't know how to stop it. But then they make the most powerful word. The most powerful word in the English language is no. Yeah, that's right. That's it. No, it's good. If it ain't a hell yeah, it's definitely a no. It's a no. All good. How do people get a hold of you, Rob? Rob at mrfairfax.com and i promise i won't apply the if it ain't a hell yeah it's a no if you send me an email i'll definitely respond 100 yeah. i love emails been getting a lot of emails lately rob's got a great blog going uh just check him out on linkedin or mrfairfax.com does some Good. great writing love yeah. his stuff love your stuff and uh yeah. if you need to get a hold of me it's craig at northstaresg.com um, sign up for these podcasts on uh, iTunes or Podbean. Um, leave us a review if you like them or just shoot a note. So thanks for coming on, Rob. Once again, great conversation. Good. All right, Craig, talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.